This is Outspoken, the podcast that's not afraid to say exactly what you're thinking. Our names are Amy, Kate and Sophie Torber. We're identical triplets, but we often don't have identical opinions. So sometimes things can get heated. Outspoken covers all things reality TV, influencers, entertainment and issues facing women. That is so fetch. Thank you. Welcome back to Outspoken. Now, Amy, I'm very excited because tonight you're hosting an epic Halloween party and you definitely haven't skimped on the decorations. I really haven't. As I mentioned last week, I have gotten into Halloween so much this year and we had a little trip to Marion Shopping Centre with our mum. And I feel like you guys, no one pulled me in line and said, do not buy that. I came home with so many decorations and not just small ones. That's not true. I couldn't believe it. We were in Big W (laughs) and I see this absolutely hideous, these three skulls on top of each other, this huge decoration. And you're like, oh, it's only 40 bucks. Well, I thought mum would pull you up because that's what she used to do when we were kids. But I suppose when you're spending your own money, she was all for it. She grabbed a trolley. She's like, do you need a trolley? And so we could chuck more things in. The funniest bit is that Dale told you to keep some things as a surprise, but you've literally Snapchatted everything to us. Or, or are there some surprises? There are some surprises. I actually want to do a reel for the Outspoken Instagram account to show all of the little things I've bought and how it looks on Friday night. So I'll definitely be putting that one up. Yeah, well, maybe do it after the event because I feel like you're one of those people that when you plan an event, you'll get sidetracked by putting a video together and then not have any of the food ready. Like for our 21st birthday, Amy was, I'd say, two hours late because she was finishing off a video uh, montage for us. Do you know what I couldn't believe? We're really getting into it. We actually went to a costume store to pick out our costumes for this dinner. And we're looking. Yeah, panic buy. And we're looking for money heist costumes anyway. You guys rocked up late. Brandon and I are standing in this full-on queue. There were 70 people allowed into the store. So there's already 70 people in there. It was crazy in there. And how expensive was everything? Because I got my costume off Alibaba. And so I only paid like 13 bucks. You paid $50 for a money heist costume. I wasn't actually that outraged. I was expecting $100. I tried on an army girl outfit, which was literally like the most horrible piece of material that was going to cost $40. I didn't get that. Well, the only money heist outfit I could get is a size large in men. So mum is literally working around the clock at the moment to take it in for me because I have no sewing skills. Kate, you have to tell everybody who you're dressing as because I feel like this is quite obscure but hilarious. Yeah, so I didn't have any luck finding an official costume, so I'm going to make my own. So I'm coming as Inspector Sierra from Money Heist. So I'll be a pregnant, redheaded lady. Do you know what? When you said that you're making your own costume, it just reminds me of on The Simpsons when Homer makes Lisa the costume of Florida and it looks so shit that they think she's made it herself. Is that the kind of standard we're going for? I hope not. I Sorry, I just got in my head. I'm Idaho. <laughs> um <laughs> No, well, I'm hoping it will be good. I've got I've got the decent like accessories and the wig. So I've really just got to wear some sort of businessy clothes. I've got to find a decent baby bump though. So if anyone's got any ideas, because I've got netballs and basketballs, but I think that might be like that might ruin my clothing. If anyone's got any ideas, jump into our Facebook community and share what you're wearing this Halloween. And special awards go to the two students who obviously had no help from their parents, Lisa Simpson and Ralph Wiggum. Olivia Mathers has been mocked for her emotional Instagram story about her backyard transformation. The 24-year-old received backlash after influencer watchdog celeb spellcheck pointed out all she had literally done was mow her lawn. Now, Amy, before we get into it, who is Olivia? 
So Olivia is a 24-year-old Gold Coast influencer with over 634,000 followers on Instagram. She's also got over 64,000 subscribers on YouTube and her sister Isabel is a huge influencer who has 1.5 million followers. And Olivia is your typical Gold Coast influencer. She posts a lot of bikini photos, fashion photos, and she's actually got her own collection with Johansson. Okay, you've got to fill us in. What happened on the weekend? Well, Olivia shared herself gardening on her Instagram story and she finished up with a before and after video, which essentially looked like she had just mowed the lawn. On the photo of her backyard, she wrote, I've had tears through this process. Happy tears because I am so fucking proud of myself. It's so easy to be faced with an unknown slash new situation and say, I can't. My advice and something I am only just learning is give yourself more credit and challenge yourself to create the results you want in life. In every aspect, it's damn fucking empowering. She also gave a shout out to her mum for setting the best example for someone who doesn't give up and defies the odds. So after she posted this, Celeb Spellcheck then shared a screenshot of her Instagram story and wrote, you mowed the lawn. Olivia was also mocked on the Fitzy and Whipper show and she came out to defend herself and this is what she said. If my post was just about mowing, then I would be laughing too. But it was about much more than that and the people it was intended for understood it and resonated with it without me having to justify myself hence why i will not now also like to add that you are not in charge of nor have the right to define someone else's success she followed up the post by filming her backyard and she cheers to beer and wrote also my lawn looks fucking amazing and tagged the fitzy and whipper show now what did you guys think about all of this This is the issue with some influencers. Sometimes there is no context for those who are just taking a look into their world. For people who haven't followed this closely and seen the reel where she explains about her backyard transformation, it's a bit of a what the fuck moment. And I can see why people were so confused about it. Yeah, because I scoffed when I saw Celeb Spellcheck's post. I thought, oh, how ridiculous. But then when I went and looked at Olivia's page, she had a whole highlight reel, as you said, of her backyard maintenance. And she's been doing a lot of hard work. I was pretty impressed. So what do you guys think about the fact that Fitzy and Whipper actually covered this story? Because they clearly got the information off Celeb Spellcheck. Well, one, I'm super excited that Celeb Spellcheck is back and actually reporting about influencers because she's been doing that thing where she's talking about A-list celebrities for a while. And yeah, there's a few interesting tidbits in there but her bread and butter is influencers and I love the fact that she's back doing it too I think that journos and radio producers can be a little bit lazy and they're following all these stories as they happen and it's the stories that people are interested in so that's why I think it's hilarious that they have covered this story And at the end of the day, I think if everyone's having a laugh about it, then that's fine. However, I feel like there were some really personal comments towards Olivia and I did feel a little bit sorry for her because at the end of the day, she's a 24-year-old girl and it's pretty impressive that she has managed to purchase her own house on the Gold Coast. And to me, reading between the lines, I feel like perhaps she's split from her long-term partner, Jake, who she bought her house with. And perhaps that's why she's so proud of herself. So, so for context, what has she actually done to the backyard? Well, she did this. She tore out heaps of different plants and she, it was the first time she used a whippersnipper and she <laughs> mowed the lawn. <laughs> Sorry. But hang on, let, let me put it into perspective. Aren't there some jobs that you do around the house where you feel like a fucking legend? Because I've got to say, every time I hang the washing out, I feel pretty good about myself. Yeah, of course there are. I mean, the thing is, her grass wasn't really that overgrown. She should come check out my grass. Now, that is a transformation after it's been done. I think the thing where people, the reason people were mocking is because she said it was this emotional journey. 
And yeah. that's the thing. If you haven't if you haven't been abreast of what's happening through her journey, <laughs> it does seem pretty stupid. I have to say, this did remind me because my boyfriend is fanatical about these these YouTubers who basically they show themselves mowing lawn and it's supposed to be super relaxing. So it's these huge transformations. Maybe this is what she's getting into. Maybe. It was pretty relaxing because I did watch the whole reel of her doing the gardening and she, she did a good job of the lawn. I've got to give her that. I want to know though, what are the jobs that you guys do around the house that make you feel like a legend once you complete them? Well, everyone knows that washing, as you touched on Kate, washing is the worst chore of the house because it's such a process. Yeah, I copped a Snapchat from you this morning saying how proud you were that you'd hung your washing out. <laughs> Maybe I should have put it up on Instagram. Maybe. Well, Dale's it's very emotional putting this out there. <laughs> well, Dale's been calling me 95% Amy at the moment because he says I do jobs just 95% done. There's that 5% that need doing. So I've been really trying to pick up my game and finish off tasks. So for an example, if I sweep the lounge room, I'll leave the broom out. Yeah. So I'm getting pretty proud when I pack it away. That does sound like you. Do you know one thing that I haven't really done for ages is clean the shower? I feel like that's one of those jobs you put off and I'll feel very good about myself once I do that. I'd love to hear what household jobs all the listeners hate and feel like literal legends for completing. We're going to put a thread in our Facebook community. So head to Outspoken, the podcast community on Facebook and we'd love to hear from you. I feel like this year is really about like the year of just realizing stuff and everyone around me, we're all just like realizing things. Love Island couple Molly May Haig and Tommy Fury have been left shaken after thieves broke into their apartment and stole 800,000 pounds worth of their belongings. It has raised questions about whether it's safe for influencers to share their homes and luxury items online. Sophie, what happened? I was devastated by this news. They are one of my favorite Instagram couples. So Molly May and Tommy Fury were in London as part of Molly May's Beauty Works Christmas launch when an experienced gang targeted their Manchester apartment. So these thieves really appeared to know what they were doing because they had machinery and also waited for Molly and Tommy to be away. It all seemed very strategic and targeted. So they apparently approached the property from the rear and smashed through the balcony windows and doors to gain access to the apartment. There's also five other people in that apartment block and it's believed that they weren't interrupted as the other neighbours were also out at the time. So the robbers got away with £800,000 worth of goods with a source saying that the apartment was completely cleaned out. So much so that Tommy and Molly have been left with only what they had in their suitcases on London of the night of the event. Please tell me Ellie Belly, their toy elephant, was with them in London. Oh my God. They usually travel with a whole bag full of their soft toys. I also, I mean, I mean, Ellie Belly might have had some ransom money for her, but I don't think the other toys would have been worth much. Look, I can confirm because I watched Molly's Beauty Works event vlog that Ellie Belly was there, so don't worry. And fortunately, on the night of the robbery, Molly was wearing a whopping £58,000 worth of jewellery on a single wrist, including a £40,000 Cartier bracelet. On the other wrist, she wore a different $37,000 Cartier bangle, a rose gold watch with 56 diamonds and a £30,000 ring. She also wore a blue Van Cleef necklace, which she spoke about a lot on her vlog. So she said that she had made the big purchase after seeing Drake wearing the same necklace, and it was really cool. It was this beautiful cobalt blue. It's funny because I saw a Snapchat story, well, news report that was saying that Camilla, as in Prince Charles Camilla, copied Molly May with the bracelet. I was like, God. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she's watching (laughs) Molly May on Instagram. 
I actually really like the bracelet. So I thought, oh, they're probably not that expensive and Googled. God, I was absolutely blown away. And it's funny because Molly was wearing this really simplistic white top and flared pants. And then she had the necklace and a matching bag. It's interesting though, because when I was watching the vlog, I was unaware that she had been robbed. And all I could think about was how much she was going on about all the expensive items she had just bought herself. It does remind me a lot of when Kim Kardashian was robbed. Obviously, they weren't held up at gunpoint, but it's just another incident where somebody who is on social media a lot talking about their wealth has been targeted. Well, that's the thing. Molly and Tommy regularly share about their house, which is similar to what Kim Kardashian was doing in France. So the apartment has been heavily featured on Molly May's vlog. So it's a luxurious penthouse that's said to be worth £1.4 million, with the couple occupying the entire second floor of the building. So the apartment features a large private terrace, an open plan kitchen and dining room, and three double bedrooms, all with en suites. And while researching this topic, I noticed that there are a number of publications which have actually published the name of the apartments where they live, as well as photos of what the property looks like from the outside. So these thieves would have quite easily, with a quick Google, being able to piece together where Molly and Tommy live, and also by watching her vlogs, be able to see where to access the building. Even on Molly May's YouTube video, she shows that the apartment has a lift which opens into the living room. Now, it doesn't appear that they actually use this lift, but even knowing where the entrance and exit are is a way that thieves can break into someone's house. Mm, and it it's kind of reminds me a little bit of the bling ring, except the complete opposite, because when those teenage thieves rob Paris Hilton, she doesn't notice. However, it seems like Tommy and Molly literally have nothing left in their apartment. And they've actually said that they don't want to come back to it. They're so frightened. And I don't blame them. I would not want to go back. Just talking about another UK influencer, I do recall Saffron Barker has mentioned a few times that she never wants to share an image of the front of her house because she clearly has fears of being robbed. So I wonder if it's going to make a lot of other influencers be even more careful about what they choose to share about their house. Because when they do house tours, I just think a robber could sit there and just piece out exactly, you know, every location of every room. Well, Saffron Barker was robbed a number of years ago. So while she and her family were sleeping, a a robber broke in and stole their car as well as a number of accessories. So I think that's why she's incredibly careful about it this time around. Do you know what? And it's really sad that they have to be that careful because I don't want to sound like we're blaming Tommy and Molly for sharing too much online because it's just something awful that's happened. But I suppose it's something now that these influencers need to be so mindful of because even in Australia, Shani Grimman had her house robbed a few years ago as well. But Amy, this is not the first time and it sadly won't be the last. And while we don't want to victim blame, I do think there is a responsibility on influencers to protect their own safety. Is it just me or has Molly spoken about having security guards before? Because I feel like this that she has been frightened in her own house. Maybe it was her old apartment. Well, I'm guessing that maybe they wouldn't have security guards there because they weren't actually at home at the time. It seemed to be for their own personal safety, not to protect the house from thieves. I do feel so sorry for them because they really loved this apartment. They've spoken about for the past year that they've been on the hunt for a house and they just can't find the right house that they want. But Molly said that she really loved their apartment and she wanted to spend more time there and invest more money in making it feel like home. So I do wonder where they are living at the moment. And what about all their Halloween decorations that they'd had set up? It's so sad because it's their favourite time of the year. I do love this couple. I feel so sorry for them. You guys have been flirty before, but I'm not flirty. Audrina, I would rather kill myself than hook up with him. He is disgusting. Justin, disgusting. 
It's the on-again, off-again relationship that has captured our imaginations. And on the weekend, it was definitely on-again with Sammy Robinson and Jordan Simi. Now, Kate, what happened? Well, we had been speaking about last week how Sammy and Jordan had been spotted and some of our lovely listeners had sent in that they were hand-in-hand at Bondi Beach. So it was very much on-again. However, there had been no public signs on their Instagrams that they were back together. However, that all changed on Friday night when Jordan shared a photo of Sammy to his Insta story drinking a cocktail. And she was sitting opposite him at a restaurant. And on the photo, he wrote, this is baby girl with a love heart emoji. Now, Jordan tagged Sammy, but she didn't reshare the photo, which is important to note. He then shared another photo of Sammy posing in a colorful dress at her apartment with the caption, my girl, and also had a love heart emoji. Now that photo was later deleted off his story. Now, It's quite funny because Sammy shared photos of herself out at dinner, but there was no inclusion of him, not even his arm or his watch or anything like that. So she wanted to keep things private. Now, I did love the fact that someone in our Facebook community pointed out that on the 16th of October, there was a little bit of a tate-tate between Sammy and Jordan in their Instagram photo. So Jordan shared a photo of him staring down the camera, sitting in a cafe with the caption, pick up the phone, baby. <laughs> oh my God. Now, on the same day, it seems like Sammy has responded because she shared a photo of herself again, staring down the barrel of the camera in a bikini tops and with the caption, stop calling me. Someone commented on Jordan's photo, pick up the phone Sammy which Jordan liked (laughs) I also saw these Instagram stories on Saturday night of Jordan and Sammy and her friends out in this Uber and it was like this disco happening in there there was like these laser lights I don't know if it was an effect on Instagram it's making me feel very old describing it like this but yeah they were partying in this Uber was it one of those karaoke Ubers because they have those maybe maybe She did not include him on her Instagram story and it seems very obvious that he's trying to be quite overt with the fact that he's dating her and I wonder if this is a part of him crawling back to her after allegedly treating her like crap. I feel like he's trying to stake his claim on her by being like, my baby girl. Like if someone called me baby girl on Instagram, I think I'd vomit. Well, funnily enough, one of our listeners messaged us to let us know that that was the nickname he used to call Isabel Clark. So I wonder how she feels about seeing these photos. I'm really confused with all of the mixed signals that are going on at the moment. I don't understand. Why don't they just come out and say that they're together? You love me. This week we have a new segment we're trialling called Gossip Girl. We'll see if it takes off. It'll be dependent on whether people hit up our DMs or not. So (laughs) this week there was a run-in between a group of influencers partying in Sydney and a former reality star and her friends. So the reality star in question reached out to tell us about her story but wanted to remain anonymous. And, of course, there are two sides to every story, but we feel like this was too funny not to share. And we're pretty sure her (laughs) side of the story was 100% accurate. So just to give you a little bit of a clue the influencer in question previously dated a boyfriend of instagram she also frequents totties quite regularly and is a pint size blonde girl so this could literally be any sydney influencer really (laughs) (laughs) so the reality star said that this influencer in question was acting very immaturely whilst out on a night out And she claims that she allegedly bullied her and her group of friends. So the reality star said that one of her friends in the group complimented one of the other influencers at the table about her earrings. Now, the blonde influencer assumed that the compliment was being put her way and said, thank you so much. (laughs) So... 
Apparently later that evening, the influencer table then openly laughed at the girls on the reality stars table and they kept giggling and pointing and basically antagonizing the table. I have been in this situation before. Have you guys? Um, oh, I've been in a situation, which I can recall, Kate, where you stood in and defended me, where someone was mimicking my walk when oh, I was yes. walking into a pub. So we were running late as usual for our friend and I was quickly trying to make up time. And these people were imitating me. You had none of it, Kate. You said, what are you doing? You stepped in. These people were very drunk as well. So I feel like <laughs> all of these incidents happen maybe when there's a little bit too much alcohol that's been I was consumed. completely sober though, but I didn't seem like it was a very good idea once we got into the bar because I realized how much taller the girl was to me. <laughs> Fortunately, Sophie, you were doing PR um, for the bar and got the girls kicked out. So No, no that is not what happened. You Isn't said, that? you said, my sister works at this place. She does the PR here. She'll have you kicked out. And I'm just trying to disappear into the fucking crowd. So what and actually- there's these bouncers standing there laughing. Mm. Anyway, anyway, I feel like they I- left because they were so embarrassed. I didn't get anyone kicked out. I feel like you've st- I feel like this has stirred up some anger on, yeah. on Sophie and Kate, your this behalfs. Is- but I want to hear okay. what went down. So was All there right. an argument? So we'll refresh. So the, this table was antagonizing the reality star. So she decided to approach the table and said, is there a problem? That's a, very, that's a line from you, Kate. That's one that you would use. Is there a problem? Yeah. The blonde influencer responded saying, babe, I don't even know you. And this continued. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who you are. I don't know you. And I feel she like clearly knew of, who she was. And I feel like there's a bit of tension there because clearly they both have profiles. Anyway, the reality star replied, well, why do you keep talking about us and looking at us the whole time? She responded again, I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know you. So it kind of sounds like a bit of a queen bee, mean girl kind of vibe is it what I'm getting. It definitely did have that vibe. So then the blonde influencer told the waiter that the reality star was causing drama and a scene. She's so so the waiter went up to the reality stars table and told them to stop stop causing a problem so they then decided to leave it's very very juicy and as we said there's always two sides to every story if the influencer in question would like to tell us her side our dms are always open but that was too juicy not to share who are you are you okay yeah (laughs) Yeah, well, I think on that high note, that's all we've got time for today. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Outspoken. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you have enjoyed today's episode, we'd really appreciate if you could leave us five stars and also a review and make sure you're part of our Facebook community. You can find us at Outspoken, the podcast community. 